this is called a beer with Atlas, right? Mm-hmm. Not a craft beer with Atlas. Because I, I don't think these can be considered craft beers, they're, but no. they're definitely beers you and I are not going to get again. And if you look at the back of one of the labels, it says, not for sale to persons under 18. Okay. So they're definitely not from this country either. No, all right. Inspired by the adventures of our nurses, therapists, and techs, A Beer with Atlas is the only healthcare traveling, craft beer drinking podcast. Each week, we'll open a few beers, talk about the brewery and the style of beer, and then dive into some research curated specifically for each episode. In the end, we hope each one sounds like a conversation you'd have with your friends while enjoying a few cold ones. Welcome to another episode of A Beer with Atlas. I'm Rich. I'm Brian. And I'm Steve. There we go. I was going to introduce you. <laughs> you jumped right in there. You might want to put your headphones on, Steve, to uh, to hear what's going on. I here. can hear you. You guys are right next to me. He's, uh, I will put the headset on. There you go. It makes us feel just, better. Yeah, exactly. It makes us feel like we're in radio or something. Testing. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> we usually do that before, but okay, that's fine. All right. Okay, so Steve's with us today because he just, well, I'll let him introduce this, but he brought us back three different beers from the furthest venue we've ever had before. Yeah, and I, I will say that this is called a beer with Atlas, right? Mm-hmm. Not a craft beer with Atlas, because I, I don't think these can be considered craft beers, they're, but no. they're definitely beers you and I are not going to get again. And if you look at the back of one of the labels, it says, not for sale to persons under 18. Okay. So they're definitely not from this country either. No, all right. Steve, where did you... Talk about where you got these beers and why you brought them back. Sure. Well, uh, recently had an opportunity to go over to Tanzania, um, looking for a partnership for our company so that we can kind of give back. Um, went over and visited some special needs classrooms and just spent the week uh, working with them and uh, looking for a, a place where we can send some of our future travelers and some of our internal staff uh, to kind of put some time and effort into making their lives a little better. So. It was a really eye-opening opportunity for me, and, and while I was there, it were long days. Um, by the end of the day, you're kind of wishing you had a drink and a cold beer because mm-hmm. <laughs> it just kind of it wears on you emotionally. It, it was really tough to see. I bet. Um, so we were staying at a Lutheran uh, church kind of hotel setting, and mm-hmm. uh, they had no alcohol on the premises. So we were told mm-hmm. that there is this lady that's just on the other side of the street that for the last 15 years is kind of opened up her house and uh, allows folks to come in there and you sit outside in a plastic chair and she'll go inside and grab you some beers and and you and you get to talk to this uh, she's about 85 I think Uh, she's been doing this for a long time and she just loves getting to meet people and and sharing her country's beer and so that was where I was first introduced to uh, Kilimanjaro and Serengeti so Kilimanjaro is the first one I'll tell you that story doesn't sound all too different than here in the states right well except for that you're not doing it at somebody's house but yeah yeah, you know. Yeah, I mean, did you have to buy it from her there? Like, did she make money off of this? I have probably a couple dollars. As you can see, the pricing on these, yeah. uh, these are 500 milliliter, I believe, and 2,500 uh, Tanzanian dollars, which is equivalent to about a dollar ten U.S. for these bottles. Yeah. Um, so well priced. Uh, I think I paid maybe a dollar fifty a beer okay. at her place. So she didn't make a whole lot. I think one of the first questions I asked Steve when. I found out that he had he could still text halfway around the world. Was did you find any good beer yet? Yeah, and this was the first picture he sent to me was the Kilimanjaro. Yeah, how far from Kilimanjaro were you actually? Like it was you were close, yeah. Yeah, we were at the, actually at the uh, Moshi. We're right at the base of the mountain. 
Um, so we actually were right at Kilimanjaro. Kilimanjaro Airport's where we flew in. Hmm. Uh, tallest mountain in Africa. And uh, they basically have two to three beers. <laughs> so when you go right. anywhere there, any bar, it's not like you in the U.S. where you have a huge selection. It's uh, hmm. Serengeti, Kilimanjaro, Safari. Those are pretty much the only three you ever see. Hmm. Did you try this yet? No, yeah. I'm. I'm just waiting. I'd be interested to get your take because I had a Man, little. You so you've clear. It. it is super clear, almost like a. This is like a Budweiser clear. I would say. Yeah. Like this. This has the appearance of a Budweiser. What it is? Smells, yeah. Is it, it a lager? Like a, is that right? I don't know if that's a lager or not. What's it say on the? What's it say on there? Yes, it's a it's a premium lager. Oh, premium says. lager. Well, there you go. It tastes like a lager to me. I mean, it's a. It's nothing special. It's kind of their light beer. It's beer, yeah. I mean, that's what I would say. If it's this, light. this is what you, when you say beer, mm-hmm. this is what most people think about. It's almost like a PBR kind of. Mm-hmm. There's a little sweetness to it, maybe. Yeah, I, would, I, I think you're right. Pretty much everyone, this is what they drank. This is their beer. Yep. What's the... Um, four and a half. Is that what it... Yeah. Yep, four and a half percent. IBUs NA, so... Because it probably is like undetectable, maybe yep. five or ten. Not much. But you'd pay a dollar ten for this. You know? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. How was it? Was it hot there? Nope. It's their winter time. So oh, anything winter south time. of the equator is winter right now. So seventy five degrees, no bugs. That's for, winter. This is the time to go. Yep. That's winter oh, for them. Wow, that sounds good. I've seen some of the videos and pictures that that he brought back. It's it's not what you would think. Now some of it was. Some of it was very Sahara. You know that that sort of like sand and that type of thing, right? Mm-hmm. Dirt. Um, it, but some of it was very lush and green and yep. within the mountain, there's five climates. So because of the altitude, as you go up the mountain, you get to the jungle, you get the high plains, you get the desert, uh, you get the arid, you know, where nothing grows. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you get all kinds of climates just being on the mountain like that. Brian, have you ever been out of the country at all like that? I'm yeah, but not to, not to Africa. My no. sister, when she was, uh, I think doing her, um, uh, pharmacology, maybe a fellowship or something like that. She went to Africa mm-hmm. uh, and they did like some research stuff there and she, and she worked in a hospital uh, and she basically told the same exact story where they couldn't, there was like, it wasn't technically really, they didn't feel like it was real safe for them to go mm-hmm. uh, into the town to the bar. Uh, and they had like armed guards with them. But when they did do was they went down the street was a house, was an old lady mm-hmm. and in the backyard you could go and have beers mm-hmm. like exactly the same sort of story. Interesting. Um, and I'm guessing these were some of the ones that she had. Yeah. Huh. Kind of cool. I, I, You know what? I like it. It reminds me of Red Stripe. You ever uh, had that? It does taste like that. That's yeah. what it reminds me of. Mm-hmm. And after a while, you drink so much of that Red Stripe, and it just starts tasting like water. I swore, and I have kept up this, mm-hmm. I swore I would never drink another Red Stripe unless I was in Jamaica. Because <laughs> when I drank it, that's all I drank there. Yeah. And I was just like, no more. Never. Never You again. ask for a beer, and it's like, you don't even have to. They're just going to give it. you a Red Stripe. Yeah, that's yeah. a beer. Yeah. Yep. They have Red Stripe Light now, too. Did you see that? Ugh. I don't know if they have it there. They didn't have it in Jamaica. No? No. Yeah. It's, yeah. I did see the other day when I was I went to a concert and they had like tall boy red stripes. No, and I was like, way. oh no, no one's all about those. By the <laughs> it's way, like a Rolling Rock, right? Ugh, mm-hmm. ugh. <laughs> Gross. So this is the number one beer according to that one article I found. Right, yes. this is like the most popular one. We would prefer Serengeti. So the next one we're going to drink mm-hmm. is the one I would always order. Um, just a little more flavor. Um, you'll see when you drink it. Hmm. So the descriptions I I got. Was on the first one. It was supposed to be a smooth nose, which it is. Okay. And it's not too malty. And then this one, the one he says is his malty. favorite, malty, strong, malty finish, and crisp. Crisp. 
Yeah. I wouldn't think malty and crisp would go together. I, I guess know. we'll find out. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, this brewery, the one that made Kilimanjaro, I found out they were started in 1932. Mm. And then they've been bought a couple times. It sounded like they were running maybe by the government or something for like 25 years, and they didn't make any money, no profit. And then somebody else, another brewing company, bought them out in the 90s and infused some more money into them. So that's why they're still going. But they've been around almost 100 years. So brewed by Tanzania Breweries, LTD, Tanzania. Yeah, TBE or something like that. Mm-hmm. I, they're showed on online. This is interesting. Tapintoyourbeer.com. Yeah. There's a website. I, on I think I went to that site. Um, yeah. This brewery mm-hmm. is the largest taxpayer in the whole country. They pay oh. more taxes than anybody else. Really? There, yeah. Every single place you go, you see a sign for Kilimanjaro. Kilimanjaro beer. beer. Yep. And then the other thing I read that was kind of interesting, uh, which is different than anywhere that we'll ever get a beer from probably Eighty percent of the beer in in this place where he was at mm-hmm. uh, is off the market. So it's like homebrew, or it's like privately made and given out. Like it's not so sold. as you climb the mountain and you go into the middle of nowhere. Yeah, there's like a shack, and then they're inviting you in to drink their local beer. Oh, so you'll see like four boards, uh, corrugated steel. And that's a bar and it's in the jungle and they make their own beer out of, I don't have no idea how they do it. Jungle beer, jungle yeah. beer, but we were told not to drink it because oh. it's probably not good for you. Oh, but that was everywhere. Everybody Brian had, would drink it. I right. try probably. Right. But that's yeah. yeah. 80% of the beer consumed is not purchased. It's which, jungle beer. Yeah. Well, you got to figure uh, the staff there that I worked with made $50 a month. Jeez. So a dollar 25 a day, they'd have to work all day for one beer. Dang. So that's that makes sense. That know? totally makes sense. Yep. I sold like three GI Joes on eBay last <laughs> night and made fifty bucks. So yeah. with like two clicks. So I don't know. I guess yeah. that goes to show how important beer can be. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. If it's yeah. something that keeps you going and it's enough that you want to make it or you have to make it, that's <laughs> how that's how innovations happen. This is kind of interesting for our beer org lords at uh, at Budweiser. Uh, no sugar added. They call it a medium beer. I don't know what yeah. medium would be, but then ingredients list: ha, a water, malt, maize, barley, hops, and yeast. Yeah, they put corn. Corn, yeah, definitely. Yeah. That's what you smell. That's that sweetness. That you yeah, put. that's got to be the sweetness. Out so of it. anywhere you uh, drove out there, at side of the road, there's corn, and they tro- they grew corn, and if there's like a five by five section or a, a ditch, they were growing corn. So any kind of available right. land they had out there was corn. Um, they just didn't have a lot, and, and that was a cheap uh, way to have food. Was it as tall as the corn here? It was, yeah. They did. And then bananas. Mm-hmm. Uh, everywhere you went was bananas, corn. They grew some beans, some soybeans. Hmm. Um, but every single family basically had just this little bitty plot of corn. <laughs> so it was hmm. weird. Did monkeys ever steal your bananas? They did not, As but we came across several baboons at a lot of the stops. Yeah. And we'd have to roll up our windows because they're known to jump into the vehicle and steal food. Really? And they're very, very aggressive. So as you stop, they'll yeah. come right up to you. And I got a lot of videos. Really? Yeah. I've heard they're mean and nasty. They're very mean. The yeah. drivers hated them because they'd always go into their vehicle and cause a mess. So and steal stuff? Yep. You'd have to roll the windows up anywhere you stopped. Yeah. Mm. I, maybe I learned that from the Disney animated movie Tarzan. Baboons are pretty mean in that, but that's for sure. I, well, I did get a good video, though, of uh, a baboon walking down, had a baby on its back. It came up to another baboon that had a, a baby it was holding, mm-hmm. and it gave a bro hug. 
So he comes over, like wraps its it. arm around, pats it on the back, and then it sits down and starts eating bugs off the other. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> I got the video. I'll shoot it to you. And they pop open a Serengeti beard. That's and go right. That's the end of the day, man. Sounds like a Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so second beer. This is the one you said you liked more, Serengeti. I, this is what I ordered. Definitely smells um, less sweet than the first one. So it, it's interesting to me. Is, this is the one that scared me probably the most because it says 100% malt mm. on the label. It's delicious. This is a malt liquor. Like This is Colt 45 style maybe. I mean, are we talking Do I have my styles mixed up? No. I think you're going to like it. Yeah? Hmm. I don't know. Oh, there's a sweet yumminess to that. Yeah, wow. it's pretty. That's super good. Holy I don't know God. how to describe that. No. Have you had anything like that in the state? No. It's, where's that sweetness coming from? I don't know. I mean, it must be, I wonder why they make it that way. I tried to do some research on like, why is their beer this way? Sure. You know, cause like when we did the Mexico episode, um, and I could find, Germans, a lot of Germans there. Mm-hmm. History of, of Germans moving to that place, so I'm guessing that's why they're loggers. But this style of beer, I don't know why it would be. So, like in the 1800s, German Germany actually took over that area, the Tanzania area. It was a big railroad stop. Okay. And so they they had their influence there. So mm-hmm. you might be tasting some of that. 4.8 percent, as opposed to a little 4.5. stronger, a little bit stronger. So which one do you like better? I like this one better. This is the one I was scared of. I didn't. I thought I'm not going to like this at all. I expected something completely different out of this. I think I like the first one better. Do you? Really? Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm with Brian. On I think that I one. could just crush that first one all day long. Oh, mm-hmm. well, yeah. Yeah. This one has more flavor. Yeah, I, I agree with you. It has more flavor. Serengeti Premium Lager, Our Nation, Our Pride, Our Beer. Multiple mm. winner of multiple gold winner of International Monday Select Awards. Serengeti Premium Lager is a combination of local heritage and craftsmanship. It's the first 100% malt beer brewed locally by a true Tanzanian brewmaster. Just like our National Park Serengeti Premium Lager is the pride of Tanzania to celebrate our country and the diversity of our people. Serve chilled to enjoy our true national beer heritage. Hmm. There you go. Cool. So it's kind of a craft beer then. That's what it sounds like. Maybe. Yeah. I guess if Kilimanjaro is the mainstream, then... Yeah, that one's 80% of the beer sold, the Kilimanjaro one. Wow. So Serengeti could be craft, I mean, I get, so yeah, to speak. I suppose. Maybe. Does it list the ingredients on that one, like the Mm-mm. Kilimanjaro? No? No, it does not. It does uh, drink that responsibly. What's that 100% malt? 100% malt. Oh, here we go. Oh, ingredients. Okay. Malt, water, hops. <laughs> this is also a medium. So beer. not 100% malt. No, no. Well, no. <laughs> well, no, I, no corn or wheat or anything. Yeah, like, no, no other corn, grain. no other grains, <laughs> no malt. What exactly is malt? You guys are beer experts here. Basically, What's it's it like... like? Well, it can look a couple different ways. Sometimes you'll um, see it, what they call flaked, so it's almost like you grind it up. It's mm-hmm. basically like the shells off of wheat or something like that, right? So then you can get a coarse ground. You'll do that for like stout sometimes. Mm. You'll, you can roast malts. That's what gives you like um, darker colors in porters and stouts, where this is definitely not roasted. It also gives it some flavor. Um, it's basically one of just the baseline bait ingredients, main ingredients that starts with your flavor profile. Usually what gives you that bready um, flavor in this one. Mm-hmm. The other one, uh, the Kilimanjaro one, I would guess phew, hardly any malt. I mean, that's what the color is so clear, and the, that's why it smelled so sweet. Right. So I think corn, the maize, is probably the main thing in that one that gives it. 
its flavor and body. Yeah. Well, and, and who knows if this, like, I mean, on American labels, it goes from most to last, right? And yeah. Whatever you, and so this one, on Kilimanjaro, it says water, malt, maize, barley, hops. But who knows if that's actually the yeah. case? I mean, if that's most water, to last. Malt, yeah. So what else they use malt for? Is that for making bread or what do they do with it? Or is it just for beer? Mm, you've heard of um, malted milk? Mm-hmm. Like, like uh, Whoppers, that candy, mm. malted milk balls. I love me some they Whoppers. Use them in, they use it in shakes and that sort of stuff I know. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else that you really would use it for. Mm. Not really. I think mostly just beer stuff. You can mm. buy it. Um, it's expensive um, to get it already like kind of ground up. and like It's almost like a powder, but you can buy it from homebrew clubs. Yeah. Or um, you can buy it from... There's a homebrew store out by Seitner's house. Oh. Way out there, Papillion, or not Papillion, but oh, what's it called? I can't think of the name of it. It's right by the dogs. Do any of our local craft beer places use malt? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, everybody. Yeah. It's it's in every mm-hmm. pretty much every beer. Okay. It's just not like not like this, where it's that's all that's in there. I've where never seen it like right. that. Yeah, it's hmm. way more, you know, hops. And is barley considered malt too? I mean, is that a, is it's just another grain? Just another variety, grain. Yeah. Okay. It'd be interesting to ask like Scott or Bobby, like, mm-hmm. why would why what would be the reason to do a hundred percent? It's sweet. Yeah, it is sweet. And like the more you get into it, the sweeter it gets. Almost. I could see why you'd like this. This seems like your I, style. I like a heaven wise beer. So yeah, with little sweetness. It's won some awards. It's all in Tanzanian, so I can't really read it there. It's, it's uh, yeah, it's it's like sweet at the beginning, and then it's almost dry and bready towards the end for me. Yeah, I don't know. I like it. Hmm. It's growing so, on me. So I, it's kind of grown on me too. Like I, the more I get into this, I want. I'm sad that it's almost all gone. That it's all gone. I wanted some more. But so let's talk about uh, before we get into the very last one, which didn't necessarily come from Tanzania, but I'm so happy that you brought it back. <laughs> Uh, Kilimanjaro on Untapped. What do you think? Uh, how many rankings? What do you think? Oh is man, in? it I it's surprising. Know. It's surprising. I mean, if it's the number one beer mm-hmm. in the whole country, oh, does it sold outside of Tanzania? Like, can you get it other places? I have no know. idea. I don't know. It doesn't. I mean, I mean, it could be really thousands. I've many, traveled a lot. I've never seen it before. Yeah. How many uh, check ins did it? Four thousand seven hundred and forty seven. So a Dude, this amount. is like a shot in the dark. I have no idea. I'd say probably 3.7. 3.07. Ooh. So it's a solid three. I mean, if you look at other premium light loggers, any kind yeah. of logger uh, like that. I guess if you rate it like that, yeah, then you're right. Mainstream. It's, it's actually higher than most of those. Yeah. Than like a if you check Bud Light or Miller Light or Coors, it's probably higher So would you pick this over that. a Bud Light? Absolutely. All day I long. would drink that. Yeah, that first one for sure. Kilimanjaro? Yeah. 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 I drink it over Coors. I would drink it over Coors Light. It was, yeah. Not that I mind those beers. Those beers are fine. It's just different. Yeah. Mm, this one, yeah, this one's really grown on me now. It grew on me quickly. <laughs> <laughs> so Kilimanjaro, let's see. Where's, it doesn't say if it was sold outside. Mm. No. Yeah, there's just nothing online. I looked Mm-mm. yesterday and last night for a while, and I could not find anything. No. So I was gonna look. Let's look up. Let's look up just to compare. Like, what's the most uh, Budweiser? Do you think? I mean, would yeah, you, it's you probably close to that. Bud Budweiser. And you know how we were talking about Germany and stuff mm-hmm. taking over for a while. Then I think the UK came in later too. And this is more of a UK style, I would say. When, yeah. Yeah, like that. That sort of flavor profile. That's that's kind of what that reminds me of. So the first one, more German influence to me. So Budweiser has uh, 350,000 check-ins, obviously, yeah. so way more check-ins, but 2.5. Yeah. 
So, I mean, it's... So higher rated than that. Mm-hmm. Wait, yeah. A good half yeah, point that's, higher. That's crazy. That's cool. Yeah. So out of the beers in this style, Steve, that you drank before, like, how would you rate out of a scale of five? Kilimanjaro? Yeah. I'd say three, three and a half. I think that's fair. Yeah. I think that's, yeah. I, if you were in a place that this is what they had, mm-hmm. you'd be happy to have it, I would say. Absolutely. Yeah. Long yeah. day, you sit down, and you have two choices. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> if I were there with you, I would have been very, very happy if this is what they would have opened up. Yeah. 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 All right, Serengeti, what do you think? Uh, 3,257 check-ins. So is that, that's less than less the first than. one? Yep, less than. I'm going to guess it's rated higher, mm-hmm. but not. I don't know, maybe 3.2? See, what do you think? I say three five, but I like it a lot. So surprisingly, two point nine nine. So not so right there, not quite as high. Not quite as high, but I would, I would, I think I would rank this one slightly higher. Is this like yeah. maybe is it is like a three three two? This is probably a three two three point five somewhere in there. Hmm. Yeah, it's cool. Mm-hmm. Just how so, how different it is. For I mean, it's totally different if that's the two choices. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I mean you're looking at that's yeah. This is uh, uh, this is probably a bad example but you're looking at a budweiser versus a guinness or something right i mean that's right yeah different style mm-hmm. different flavor profiles wouldn't it be weird to just have be in a place that that's your choices you're either a kilimanjaro guy or you're a serengeti and that's it sure right or you're the in the shack on the side of the mountain <laughs> making drinking the banana beer yeah yeah, yeah you're drinking the, doing that too right. more than this yeah it sounds like yeah, hmm. I guess the the, uh, the beers on the side of the mountain would kind of scare me. Yeah, I don't know. It's the water. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, so the last beer you brought back for us yes. is. I mean, that, where is that from? Holland. That's what I could find. Netherlands. Netherlands. Is that where it's from? Yeah, founded in the fifties. This is if it's not the national beer of Atlas, I don't know what is. And that Atlas, thing's amazing. That has to get on the wall somewhere. It's, it's going on the wall. Imported strong beer. Atlas extra strong. See where it says strong? Yeah. They ain't messing around. That's eight point five percent, right? 8. Extra 5. strong. That's the lowest. They make one, two, three, four, five, five of these. This is the lowest ABV one they make. Oh, there's better ones. It goes 10, 12, 14, and sixteen percent. Same style of beer, just stronger. You got some weird stuff on the on the pull the mouse out. Yeah. yeah. This one was actually I, I picked up at one of the hotels, had a little gift shop. It's the first time I saw anything outside of Kilimanjaro and Serengeti. Occasionally, we'd see a safari beer. That was about it. Safari was like number three on that list from, from what I could see. And then there was one like I couldn't pronounce. And then there was another one. I can't remember what it was. This one, they, they say it made it takes three weeks to brew this beer. Three, Well, 8.5. And then some of the other ones take a little bit longer. So up to four four weeks, almost a month for some of like the sixteen percent one. Really, but from what I can understand, it's the same beer, just stronger. So it's not like you're getting a different style. It's Sorry just like a different, yeah, level of ABV. Just the 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 sugar eats the yeast longer. Yeah, and... or they put more in to get stronger, or they less less liquid to get stronger. But so when I'm making, I make wine. <laughs> right. So. Um, it is. It's all sugar level. So you, you basically your brick level in, in wine gets you the amount of alcohol you want. So we always want about twelve percent on wine. Yeah. So you have to have a certain amount of sugar level, bricks level. So that would be mid level of this beer, twelve percent. Yeah. Because that's the that's the third one they make. Interesting. A sixteen percent. That's like stronger than imperial barrel aged stout. Right. Right. This like, is different. It is totally different. I don't even know how to explain what this is. That is weird. That's the story of Atlas right there, my friends. 
I don't even know how to explain what this is. <laughs> Brian just did the the, the little I've, shake. I've <laughs> tried over for real almost five thousand different beers. I've never had anything like this. Nothing. Before. This it's is almost. It's like almost like a cider somehow. Kind but of, but it still has this that breadiness. Rich's wheelhouse. Then. Yeah. So earlier, Rich asked if barley was a malt. Okay. Yeah. This one, the ingredients read water, barley malt. That's one thing. Barley malt. Oh, yeah. barley, barley malt. malt. Like barley soup. <laughs> it's the same. It's the same thing. Yeah. I Beef and barley. It. I'm getting hungry. Oh. It's close to lunchtime here. Beef and barley soup is fantastic. That's the same thing. Yeah. Oh, okay. Maize and that's corn hop corn. extract. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's so hop pellets or whatever. Yeah. I mean, or unless they're using the. Were, was hops listed on any of those? Oh yeah, on both of them. On the, but it was okay. one of the last ingredients, though. I yeah, mean, I mean you wouldn't have a lot. But this is this is different than the other two by a lot. By a, it doesn't taste like eight point five percent to no. me. No. But you know what? Here's the deal, though. On some of those ciders, you almost get kind of that wine ABV because it's brewed that way. It because seems of, dry to me. It is. I could drink a lot of these. There's a little bit left. You can have some more. Boom. Boom. There we go. Hmm. And it's gone. And, and the can will stay in our studio now. Absolutely. Yeah. What was the price on that one? 35 uh, 35 Yeah, 35 So... As opposed to twenty five hundred on Kilimanjaro, so forty seven cents per thousand. So you're looking at whoa dollar. So point four seven times thirty five hundred. So if anything's a premium, it's the Atlas beer. Was Probably because it was imported and not made locally. Forty seven cents per thousand, you say? Yep. So thirty five hundred divided point. by point four seven equals. So no, that's a, he times it by 0.47. Yeah, thanks, Matt. I don't know if you guys know. Uh, Rich is really good at math. He's the numbers guy. If you guys here, have huh? probably followed this stuff for a while. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No one's. We can barely get the 3.5s, our ratings down. A dollar sixty-four. can. Yeah. Whereas these are like a dollar and a. But quarter. I was at like a resort area, eh, okay. so probably cheaper elsewhere. Yeah, extra strong. I mean. Come on. I'm paying for that. You're not drinking because you like the taste. Well, I do. Yeah. Brian does. Okay, I do too. Okay, what is the taste? I mean, there's something to this. I don't even know. <laughs> Brian's just shaking his head. I gotta have, I I'm going to have to work know. on that. It's almost, there's almost a pear taste, maybe? There's something like, yeah, like but a there's white no fruit. There's no fruit in it. there's thing. no fruit in it. It's, it. It tastes dry-ish to me, like a cider. It starts that way. But it doesn't have a uh, bad aftertaste. No, Mm-mm. and there's no beer bitterness. Like it, no. there is, there's no IBUs. I was gonna look it up here. And so see. these three beers have been pretty different than what you guys are used to. Yeah, 100%. Oh yeah, for sure. So so I went to Austria and uh, got to stay with my daughter's host family, and they had a basement full of craft beer. So I think at some point we'll need to go to Austria, and we'll have to try the craft beers mm. over there. I think you're right. Mm-hmm. They have like a banana taste on the end on a lot of those. You're a Hefeweizen guy, and I just don't... Have we done a Hefeweizen yet? Mm, I think maybe did maybe one, yeah. I just don't like the banana The more... Just like the these clove. grow on... The Serengeti clove. just grew, grew on you, right? Yeah. So as you get over there and you start drinking them, they, they grow on you. Who produces... Okay, so if you type in Atlas, there's a whole lot of Atlas. Well, I, I found it through... Distiller's Pride is where I found it from, but that's an import company uh, out of Canada. You can buy this online in Canada. They had a whole bunch of these. Um, that was where I could find it, and that's where I saw all the other different ones. Hmm. Um, but I don't think you can. So we're going to need here. to order the different 
uh, levels at some point, just so we have the cans. I can't imagine what that 16% one would be like. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so do you guys have a site where you can buy beers from other countries? It's not necessarily. I've never seen one that's international. There's no. a There's a website called Tavor that mm-hmm. you can use, and you can buy stuff around the United States and maybe a little bit of Canada, but nothing like, um, you know, germ, like actual German mm-hmm. or... So what do, our, what do our travelers do around the country? Do they kind of go in and, and find a local brew that they like? And then if they're in love with some beer from another state, do mm-hmm. they get it shipped to them? Or? So uh, oddly enough, so uh, Sheila Bissell, who travels for Eric Scheid, um, who's traveled with us for a long, long time, everywhere she goes, she, will, she wasn't a beer person before. And now because of us, maybe she likes to go. And she likes to go to, she likes wine anyway. So she goes to wineries and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But she will find different breweries and then try different stuff and then send us pictures and, and whatever, mm-hmm. but then bring us back stuff too. And so she, last time from her trip to the West coast brought us a ton of different beers, yeah. but it's kind of expanded her, what she does while she's out on a contract is well, yeah. find these different breweries. And it's a total social thing, you know? So the main reason you guys do these, these podcasts and these, these stories is because you want people to explore. They don't want them just mm-hmm. to go work three chefs. Yep. Exactly. And sit in their room. Yes. Find something they love. If it's beer, if it's uh, food, if it's whatever, right? get out. You're in a new area. You may never go back to Palm Springs. You may never go yep. back to Boulder. Mm-hmm. Yep. Get out. Try things. Try something try different. Try things. My, my big thing with beer, for me, really, it's just, it is a, about a thousand percent social. Like, yes. I just like to go and have conversations with talk people. Talk to people you would mm-hmm. no, normally not talk normally to. Normally you yep. wouldn't talk to. Or you'll find out stuff. That's why I like to do the, the little research things I do here because you just, mm-hmm. in a bar or wherever, you just get to talking about whatever and your, your conversation goes all over the place. Yep. And I think that's fun too. And even then, like a lot of times, my my brewery trips are way less than they used to be mm-hmm. um, now. But like I'll take my father-in-law with me and that's like uninterrupted adult time that I can talk about whatever. And yep. that's what it is for me. It's, it's the just, bonding. and Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's the reason I like to do it. But going to visiting different ones and seeing what they have and seeing the names and the images and the logos. And mm-hmm. that's just, I love it. Oh, so it much seems fun. Like every brewery I've been to, and this is one of the things I think that our, our travelers struggle with a little bit is that kind of that, that loneliness on the road. Mm-hmm. And this is a way for them to go someplace that is very social. So back in the day, they used to have this thing called, they probably still have them someplace, but they used to have supper clubs. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was a, Social event, you'd go and have dinner, have some drinks, dance maybe, play some games. It was just like a hangout, like an adult's hangout thing. Mm -hmm. And that's what these have become. But now a lot of them are more like family-oriented too, right? Yes. Family games, food trucks, um, trivia nights, karaoke, beer, food, you know, like Mm -hmm. all that stuff is all centrally there. So it's like the hub of the town, Mm -hmm. a lot of these places. And uh, there's one in, like in Nebraska, and I think it's in Ord. There's a brewery, and like every Friday they have a potluck dinner. And you'll see farmers that you would never expect to be drinking Imperial Stouts, and they're drinking Stouts and Porters and whatever, and they bring in the crock pot and they plug it in. It's just the place you you go on a Friday night. So that That, sort of stuff is what we're looking for. We've talked about this before. Like my son's favorite place to go when we go on trips is go to a brewery. Yep. Right. And he wants to play games. What's the trivia one in Estes? Uh, rock cut. Rock cut. We haven't done a rock cut yet. We will at some point. Well, my family went. We stay at yeah. Rich's place in Estes, and we'll go and do trivia night. And it's just fun. Yeah. The they kids. are so family friendly. They're so welcoming. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just... And that is common just throughout the United States. Yeah. So, Atlas... Okay, I found it here on Untapped. 
Atlas imported strong beer. It's actually called Atlas Strong 8.5. Makes oh, sense. 1,766 1, check-ins. 1,000. That's not very many. Not very many. Okay. Sadly, it's not what you would think it would be rated. I'm going to get... Oh, you, so you're going to say it's low. Eh, so he just kind of... Yeah, we just went right to tipped two and it. a half, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. tipped us off. Yeah. Is it lower than two? No. Okay. No. 2.4? 2.57. Okay. But it's weird. It's different. It's not... So yeah. that's that's the whole point of drinking different beers, right? Right. Because you want something different. Yeah. Yeah, it's easy to buy the same thing over and over again. So out of the three, what would you guys pick? Oh, boy. Honestly, I would drink Kilimanjaro all day long. That would be my choice. If I had if I had these three, if I were in Tanzania with you, yeah. and we had these three choices, I would drink the I would grab the Kilimanjaro out of the out of the cooler. Or, I'm, or I'm Serengeti all day long. Depends on my intent. <laughs> <laughs> the end of the day, yeah, I probably drink this one. You that, drink the, Atlas the one. Atlas this one you go night night because it takes better. yeah, and it just it takes a little longer to drink it. So you kind of, you're, at least for me, I'm kind of sipping on it and enjoying it a little bit more. Sure. Or if it's, you know, middle of the day and it's super hot or I'm doing whatever. Yep. Then probably either one of those would be fine because you're not really thinking about it too much. But this one's a little bit more complex and I like I like trying to figure out what's in there. So I guess this would be more maybe your Brian's style where it's a it's a stronger. It has some complexity like a stout, mm-hmm. right? There's, there's different flavors that come yeah. through. As you drink it, have you noticed it changed a little bit? A little bit, yeah. Like as yep. it, as it's slightly warmed up, it's changed. It's a little bit sweeter now. Hmm. And you're a Serengeti guy all all day long. So basically, you drink all three. So yeah, you oh, guys you guys aren't very selective. Well, we're not picky. I right? was gonna yeah. ask if that was if that was against the rules to <laughs> just kind of go back and forth. <laughs> Dolan, what would you pick? Um, I would honestly, if I'm in Tanzania, probably Kilimanjaro. Mm-hmm. That one just feels like if it's in the winter and it's 75 all day, I'm just going to hammer Kilimanjaro's. All right. Mm. I could see that. Yeah. What's that. What's that line from, uh, it was a, it was a, who's, who's the actor that, whoa, who's that? Not Nicholas Cage. Keanu Reeves. No, not, or not Keanu Reeves. <laughs> Nicholas um, Cage. You said that one. Are you talking about Keanu Reeves? Uh, Owen Wilson. Owen Wilson. There we go. See, Dolan knows. Um, I don't know how you got It's not that, whoa, it's wow. Wow. Oh, that's wow. what it was. He, and he twisted his nose a little bit. Did you see that? He yeah. made, yeah. <laughs> Does he have a broken nose? Is that why his nose looks like a light? Probably. Yeah. There was that one line from, I can't remember what movie, like. Um, this is going to be good. Oh, yeah. Where they're talking, there's two girls walking up and there's him and somebody else. And he's like, okay, I'll take the brunette. And he's like, okay, that's good because I'll take anything. <laughs> that's kind of our, that's kind of our philosophy. That's where we're at right now with these three beers. Yeah. We'll take anything. Yeah. yeah. That was so, fun, man. So there you go. I, I love getting beers that you can't get anywhere else. You know what I mean? Like, it's so kind when of I a, travel, you guys want me to bring beers. I mean, yeah. Absolutely. If you got room in the socks and the, right. in How about the suitcase. If anyone's traveling. Well, that works too. Bring us some beers. So here's where I was the the sweating moment. Like you're in the airport and you're going through customs Mm -hmm. and they say, do you have any fluids in your bag? (laughs) So how do you answer that? I, of course, say no. And then I get on the airplane. Mm. Then your whole thought is, okay, are they actually going to check your bag? Yeah. Yeah. So Mm. what is the right answer when you're traveling overseas and you're shipping beer? What do you guys do? That's a good question. I've never done it, so I, I don't know. I haven't done it. I barely handle it across state lines, and right. that's because it's yeast samples. Does or salsa. Does, 
Those are things you can say, say when you ship beer. Does barbecue count as a liquid? Barbecue sauce. <laughs> barbecue sauce. You can definitely do barbecue sauce. That's been done. That's a tip to any any traveling healthcare professional. I'd that like wants to know the to advice because a lot of our travelers yeah. have gone overseas and brought beer or wine back with them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How do they answer that question? <sighs> Is it an integrity it's, thing? And it, what if you say yes? Do they probably, take your stuff out and they throw it out? I think it's probably best to 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 tell the truth or probably to be like. Um, claim it or whatever sure but then if you're gonna do that you might as well get a lot of it you know what i mean true yeah so i think you're fine with this One of, i feel like this is something Seidner would do yeah you just you wrap it in your socks and and you'll be fine it's not going to explode generally it, no it, i was you'll be fine. i was on 24 24 to 25 hours of flying and these things made it so oh man and they're delicious i am so i'm that's so happy long, you brought these that's back. a long flight. that's a long flight yeah that was so. Uh, in, uh, we've told multiple traveling healthcare professionals this: like, if you're going to send us beer and they ask you what it is, barbecue uh-huh. sauce is a perfectly acceptable answer. Yeah, mm-hmm. barbecue sauce, jam or works. jelly is an acceptable answer. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So, have you begged and pleaded for more beer to be sent to you guys? How do you guys get the beer into the office here from our travelers? Uh, if they don't bring it to us physically, um, when they meet us out, our friend Thomas Piper has brought us beers before. We brought him beers before, so Dolan okay. has has been our uh, beer mule and taken him <laughs> multiple. And you bottles. give credit as they send you beer. So Absolutely, this is a great opportunity for them to get on this show. Oh yes, if they just send us beer. Yes, probably over half of our beers have been sent to us yep. or yep. brought from either mm-hmm. recruiters that went and saw their people out mm-hmm. there on the, in the place or yep. the recruiters gave it to them to give to us. So this is our time to plead for more beer because you're currently out of beer. I, I don't want to discourage anyone from sending us beer. <laughs> we'll make room. But I am booked through the end of November now for yeah. every week for a beer with Atlas. So, But I will make time. Yeah. We will make yeah, time. We'll, I would like to join you again. This is my first and only beer entry i i but think, i feel like you guys have something really cool here it's uh we're, we're over 50 episodes in you can catch up yeah it's cool. pretty fun we have a good time favorite beer out of all 50 episodes oh, Ooh, good Lord. i'm putting you on the spot here oh man you've favorite tried a lot of beer. beers and if i could only pick one beer out of all these episodes that's tough because is it for you is it a beer you would me. want no you would pick yourself for that i would drink again yep. mm. um I, i'm just gonna go off the top of my head okay i would probably say that tequila barrel sour that we had oh from, from loveland, loveland aleworks that one would that probably one be the was one amazing pick. Mm-hmm. that or that remember that cherry limeade one we had oh, like yeah from teens? wisconsin sheila brought us that yeah. one brought us no that. julie jones brought oh, us julie was. jones yeah it was julie yeah, yeah one you of those know, two would be the ones i'd pick there it's, was yeah that was pretty fantastic dolan i think it's between the green zebra zebra from mm. founders oh, yeah. that was a good one and the uh, milk and honey one from texas oh from 903 903 ah. so i this is so funny you say this i'm hiking in colorado family vacation another couple coming towards us dude is wearing a 903 brewery shirt really cool. and i walk i'm like hey those guys have great beer. And he's like, how do you know about this? Yeah. Like, well, maybe I do a little podcast on the side. I yeah. Don't know. Craft beer stuff is fun. Everybody <laughs> loves to show it off, man. Yeah. At least I do. I always wear something. Turns out, so then they turned around and walked with us for a little bit. Turns out they know the brewers. They go there every week. Like, that's the thing. So do you them. guys have a top 10 list that people need to try? Oh, we should For make guys one. like me that don't know anything. Oh, boy. I would love to have something on a site. So as people are traveling around the country, they a must try beer. <laughs> You know what I would like to do someday? I don't okay. know if this is feasible or not, but find our like top 10 locations, right? Like where most of our mm-hmm. nurses are going. Yep. And then have some sort of ranking list or 
um, menus, just some yep. s- centralized place to go where you could see, okay, what's happening on Wednesday night at my local brewery? Is it worth going down there? What's the food truck situation? Because you guys are going to be 1,500 of these, these yeah. things, right? How do you organize it in such a way? I'm traveling to San Diego. 400 breweries there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Which ones do I have to go to? So our friend Thomas Piper, who runs Scrub Squad mm-hmm. 1978, who kind of came up, I, I'll give him credit, he came up with the idea for this way back in the beginning. And and that's kind of why we started it in the first, what, where I thought, okay, we're going to do this. Because he said, after a night of us drinking together for you know many, many beers, he's like, you should do a podcast about it. We should do a podcast about We should, about yeah. <laughs> so... On his website, if you go to ScrubSquad1978.com, he has every state broken down, and then within those states, the breweries that you should go to. So Dang. Nebraska, for example, he has Crosstrain, and Nebraska Brewing Company, and Fusion, and Brickway, and Concator. Like, he has a whole list of when you should go with the times that they're so open. My, I'm only going to have Tanzania, and I'm going to have Kilimanjaro and Serengeti. No, there you go. Must haves. We should, well, maybe we should start a... Beer with Atlas Facebook group or page mm. and start posting things like this. Mm. I don't know. Thomas might be mad at us if we do that. Maybe. Maybe. Or we could just link back. Tie to it all his. together. Oh, we'll, we'll link it back. We to could him. we could back link to his site. Is it every every place or just ones he's been to or knows about? It's uh, that's a question for him. Yeah, I think okay. he went by like what's that one? I, there's a website that kind of lists like the top the five top, in each like, state or whatever. TripAdvisor sort of situation, right? I'm. I'll just go out here and say I'm willing to put in the groundwork and go mm. and try all these places if we need it. Oh. Just saying. If <laughs> I thought you were gonna like offer to start the so website. We I mean, I'll do that too. But I'll just another be... tab on our website that says Ooh. must have food locations, Ooh. must have beers, and each state we just have a little list of all the states. Yeah. And just a quick little that beers, would be awesome wines. for for food stuff and foodies. Yeah. That's a, yeah. that's a big thing, right? Aaron Daly. You could do the pizza mm. part. Oh, Maybe Brian. Pizza. You guys like pizza too. I Not only beer, pizza. you like pizza too. They go together so great. So <laughs> yeah, pizza is that's my other passion. I didn't answer the uh, the favorite beer out of all of them. All I, right. I don't want to. I don't want to be a homer, but episode one. I mean, there's a reason why they were episode one, right? Yeah. Who I was mean, episode one? Cross train, fairy oh. nectar. Have you had that? Where's that little asterisk? Like, don't I don't. We don't need to talk about that. <laughs> we don't need to talk about that. That's just. <laughs> If you want to come to Nebraska and you want to try the best beer coming out of Nebraska, it's cross-strain fairy nectar. That's approachable for everybody. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Yep. Whether or not you like IPAs or whatever, just give it a shot. Mm-hmm. And that was my favorite. So so there you go. Very cool. So, Steve, thanks for... First of all, thank you for bringing these beers back to us. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Was, uh, and lying to customs about it. That was awesome. I, I Yes. I took I, a little heat for us. No nice. problem. I will bring more beers back on future travel... Uh, the trips you you are you're going places i mean that's uh yeah, yeah. you know your kids are your kids are past the well two of your kids are past the, the austria uh, germany right yep. you could have brought back bears from there but you didn't well, i'll give them a pass on that but i do know people there so we, maybe we could have them ship us some. oh there we go if you guys want to try some hefenweizens i would we can do a care package i have a uh, kid currently staying with me from austria uh, for the next couple of weeks, and his family is the they have a basement full of uh, cut, like beers from Austria. He's a wow. big collector, like you guys are. So, mm. well, like I said, that's good because we'll drink anything. All right. <laughs> so, so we end each episode, Steve, the same way. We're not going anywhere for a while, Brian. Let's have another beer. All right. Thank you for listening to A Beer with Atlas. Special thanks to our brand team for producing the show. Each episode of A Beer with Atlas is powered by Atlas Medstaff. 
an industry leader in travel healthcare staffing.